Hey there, lovely souls. I'm your host, Allison Toth, and I want to give you a warm welcome to Wishing You Wellness, the podcast where mental health meets spirituality. When it comes to rock bottom, I've been there more than once, and I know what it's like to wake up daily to mental health struggles. On this podcast, I share insight and stories to help motivate and inspire you and to help you feel less alone in this. In Wishing You Wellness, we talk inner child healing, mindset shifts, radical self-love, the art of intentional living, and so much more. Think of me as your mental wellness bestie. If you're ready to step into your power and change your life, just hit play. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Wishing You Wellness podcast. It feels kind of crazy right now to be recording this. Um, I have not been recording the way that I used to record. This time last year, I think I was putting out like four to five episodes a month. And I just looked back on May and there's actually only been one other episode during the entire month of May. This is the second episode of May and I think I'm going to try to squeeze out one more interview on the 31st. We'll see. But yeah, so May was kind of a slower month for the podcast, but that in no way, shape or form represents how things have been going in my life. My world feels crazier and more hectic and bustling than ever, but I feel extremely grateful. Right now I'm going through a pretty big life transition. Um, Not a lot of you know this, but I am taking a small break from crisis work. I just worked 365 days. I hit my one year mark. I've been really loving it. I love the difference that I'm going to make, but it does take its toll eventually. And so I was actually offered a management position working as the event and banquet manager at a hotel here in St. Louis. So super excited. I'm going to be starting that position in a couple of weeks. I'll be running all of the events. I'll have my own banquet team. Super, super exciting stuff. But yeah, just stepping back from crisis work for just a little bit. I do plan on going back to it at least part-time at some point, but just taking some time to explore other avenues and see what else lights me up. And hospitality is one of those things that no matter how far I stray from it, I always seem to come back to it, especially events. Like there's something about event management and event planning that just lights me up. If you know me, you've been to one of my parties. Like literally since the time I was 12 years old, I've been trying to scheme up and plan up these elaborate little like events and parties. And now as an adult, I get to do that on a bigger scale. And you know, I've been doing events and banquets since I was like 15 or 16 years old. And it's been really cool watching myself go from like a busser to just like a server to like a more advanced server, to a team captain, and now stepping into this management role. So yeah, that's a quick little update on me and where I've been and why it's been just a little bit quiet here. Um, Let me think, is there anything else? Oh yeah. Just like other fun, quick life update, I just went to Hangout Music Festival this last weekend. Um, P.S. Shout out to you if you found my podcast through Hangout Music Fest. I was fortunate enough to make a few connections and all of them have just asked me enough about myself that the podcast came up and they were like, oh yeah, I'll check it out. So if you met me at Hangout Music Fest, hello, hi, I fucking love you. What a weekend, right? Um, You guys, it was amazing. If you haven't seen it before, it is this Hangout what am I saying? It is this music festival. Hangout is this music festival that happens on the beach in Gulf Shores. They have an amazing lineup. This year I saw so many kick-ass performers and you're literally on the beach all day long. Like performances start around 1 p.m. noon and then you're there until like almost midnight. 
and they end with fireworks on the beach. Like it was incredible. And as always, I'm just blown away at the rave community. Everybody that I came in contact with was so friendly and lovely and we just had an incredible experience and I'm so looking forward to going back. I'm going to Breakaway Festival in Kansas City in July. So if you're gonna be there, shoot me a message. I would love, love, love to meet up with you and give you a bracelet and a big ol' hug. And yeah, I think that's it as far as personal updates go. I'll try to keep them to a minimum here um, because today's gonna be one of those fun little mini episodes. I kinda wanna call them micro episodes. Like it's microdosing a podcast episode, basically. Okay, one last little point. Um, if you heard a dog barking at the beginning of this episode, I think we're good now. My neighbor's dog was kind of having a moment. I think she's good. I think she's worked through it. I think she's she's finding peace with whatever demon she's fighting right now. But yeah, so if you heard some crazy barking at the beginning, I think we're good. If it returns, I'm going to try my bathroom. But yeah, welcome to the joys of your recording studio and your apartment being the same thing. I am definitely, for the year 2024, I am really trying to manifest and call in a separate recording space where I can go record my podcast, have like super nice equipment, everything I need to make a high resolution, video recording equipment. Like I just wanna be able to really take the production level of my podcast just like into the fucking stratosphere. I just want to like up level it in every way I can. And so yeah, 2024, that's what we're calling in. Y'all heard it here first. I'll see you in a year when I got that. But for now, I'm still recording my podcast at my bedroom, sometimes in the bathroom, sometimes in the kitchen. Yeah, I've really recorded my podcast all over this house. That's what I love about it. I'm like, where do I feel creative today? And that's where I go. Okay. End of the intro. It is time to dive into today's episode. Today we're going to talk a little bit about a book that I read. It was like two or three years ago that I read this book, but the lesson is one that I still apply to this day. And I actually like had that lesson come back up for me last night and I'm starting to like reapply and like kind of integrate it back into my life again. And so, yeah, we're just going to dive all the way into that today. All right, so how many TV fans do I have? How many Netflix people do I have here in the podcast audience? How many of you guys listen or not listen to? Not, not podcast, we're going into TV mode. How many of you watch Grey's Anatomy? Scandal. How many of you saw Inventing Anna or Private Practice? Yeah, these were all written by the amazing Shonda Rhimes. I love Shonda Rhimes. I think she is incredibly inspirational. She has a lot of freaking talent and a lot of like grit in her. Whenever you read her book, Year of Yes, you can just see how much of a fighter she is and how much she has clawed through and still allowed herself to be a soft and compassionate and caring and kind person through it all. And so the book that I wanna talk about today that kind of encompasses this lesson that I'm gonna share with you is called Year of Yes. And Shonda Rhimes wrote Year of Yes, oh, let me see if I can find what year. No, I'm not sure what year she did. But it was it was within the last like five to 10 years, I think, pretty recent. And this is one of my favorite books I've ever read. And I know that I say that a lot about a lot of things, but I truly believe that this book has such an important lesson and a lesson that I think for a lot of us sounds like common sense when we hear it at first, but then like actually putting it into practice and actually showing up and honoring it 
is a completely different story, right? Because there are a lot of things that are super, super easy to say we're going to do, to pretend we're going to do, to prepare to do, but then actually seeing it through, that's a whole nother beast, right? And so the main lesson and the takeaway of this book, it's called Year of Yes, um, is basically just like Shonda's experience taking an entire year of her life and saying yes to as many opportunities, as many experiences, as many invites as physically possible. She just said yes any time that it was safe and possible and practical for her to say yes. And so at the beginning of the book, Shonda's writing what it was like to kind of transition from being in this position where she was always saying no. She was always like, no, I'm too tired. No, I'm going to stay in. No, I need to do this. No, no. She was always coming up with excuses and then kind of her transition into this new space where she wanted to say yes to absolutely everything that she could. And in the book, like one of the first things that's brought to her, like she makes the decision. She's like, okay, I'm going to say yes to everything this year. And then like a couple days later, somebody comes to her and asks her to speak at like some big, it's Harvard or Yale alumni event or like graduation or something like that, like a huge speech. And she literally, she looks to the universe and she's like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Like I say that I'm ready and you're going to send me like this big scary shit right off the bat, like we're just gonna start with this. And the universe is like, yep, that's what you're gonna do. And so she says yes, and she does the speech. And even though she's terrified, and she's like, oh my gosh, this imposter syndrome, hello, speaking at a Harvard graduation, a Yale graduation, whatever it is. And then she gets through it and she's like, oh my gosh, wait a second. So how often do we say no to things because they're scary or they're big or they feel hard? When in reality, like if we can just push through that initial discomfort, there is so much waiting for us on the other side of that experience or of that opportunity. I definitely think that we forget like how much power and tension actually holds. Like when we go to the universe and we're like, hey, I'm ready, whatever it is, whether it's going to be good times, bad times, exciting times, monotonous times, whatever it's going to be, I'm ready for it. Then the universe hears us and it's like, okay, loud and clear, boss, here it comes. Send in lots of stuff your way. But once we signal to the universe, like, I'm ready for this, I'm receptive, I'm open to this. I'm open, whatever it is that you're open to, I want you to like literally affirm it out loud because that sends it to your brain even louder. So I want you to say, I am open to healthy and reciprocated love. I am open to healing and growing. I am open to new career opportunities. I am open to financial abundance. I am open to new adventures through travel and music festivals and all the good things, literally anything you want, guys. Claim that shit and it's going to become yours in time. You just have to keep showing up like it's already yours. So kind of circling back to the book, Year of Yes, um, the main point of the book, like I want you guys to go read it. If you feel called to this book, I want you to either borrow it from me, order it online, listen to the audiobook. I don't know, because it's really, really amazing. The main point of the book is if you just start saying yes to things, if you just start saying yes, even when you're scared but curious, you're going to open so many freaking doors for yourself. And guess what? Not all of them are going to go where you want to go. Sometimes you're going to open a door and you're going to be like, what the hell? <laughs> what is behind this door? And you're going to close it and you're going to walk away and that's okay. But you never know until you get out there and try. And like 
I can't tell you how many opportunities have come to me just because I was open to them and just because I was receptive. And when the universe gave me an opportunity that was kind of out of the norm for me, I didn't shake my head or roll my eyes. I was just like, okay, interesting. Let's see where this goes, right? Let's see where this leads us. And honestly, some of the best things that have happened in my life have been a result of that. And so I read Year of Yes for the first time a couple of years ago. And I remember after I finished it, I immediately was like, yes, I want to implement this. I want this strategy in my life. I want to start saying yes. I want to start living to the fullest. I want to stop thinking so much. I want to start just like, yeah, saying yes and like living in my year of yes. And I probably stuck to that for a couple of months, right? You know how we get with things. We start off really gung-ho and then all of a sudden we fall off a little bit. And so that's kind of happened to me, I think, with that mentality of just saying yes. I feel like since COVID especially, and I know that I'm being very, very basic by wording it like this, but since COVID, it's been hard. It's been a struggle to socialize, to get out and about. Like I just went into this introverted phase when I was coping with COVID and just like dealing with the fact that we were stuck inside. And now it almost feels a little bit more challenging to get myself out of my shell. Once I'm out of my shell, once I go out, I have a blast and I'm dancing and I'm vibing and I'm so glad I came. But getting myself out, that part can be a little bit tricky. I'm not going to lie to you. There's times I have to bribe myself with caffeine or snacks or a treat. Like I have to <laughs> bribe myself like, come on, Allison, we're getting out of the house. We're going. And I think a lot of us dealt with that after COVID and just like in the last couple of years in general have struggled with like, okay, let's get out there. Let's go do things. Right. And so I just literally last night, last night at like 10 p.m., got into bed, did my nighttime routine, I stretched, I moisturized, I did my little meditation, I danced it out a little bit, I was chilling, I had gotten into bed, I took my sleep vitamins, I was ready, I was ready for some bed. And I get a text from one of my St. Louis friends and they're like, hey, you wanna come to a rave? And I'm like, I'm sitting there and my instant instinct is telling me to just be like, no, 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 gotta sleep for work, gotta sleep for work. And then I'm thinking and I'm like, well, I slept way in this morning. I got so much sleep last night. Honestly, I've slept pretty good all week long and I have a lot of energy right now. Like I was laying in bed, but I was feeling the energy kind of moving through me. And I was like, honestly, there's not a lot of things that I will get up for in the middle of the night but house music or techno in a dark crowded warehouse yeah yeah that's gonna do it for me i am on my way and so i launched myself out of bed i threw on like a fun little rave outfit because i also love that you can just like style yourself all fun for raves like i can wear my rave clothes to walmart but i'm not gonna have the positive experience that i have when i wear my rave clothes to a rave and people are like oh i love your fishnets i love your boots blah 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 it's just like a fun community like moment when we're all dressed up together and feeling ourselves and just like embodying our, our like, I don't know, our inner spirit. There we go. Anyway, I show up to this rave. I go in with my friend and I have another friend with me and we have a great time and we just dance the night away. I dance for probably like an hour and a half, two hours, not super, super long. And I'm like, okay, I do need to get some sleep because I work in the morning and so yeah, I came home, I got in bed and I was asleep by like two in the morning. And I was thinking, I was like, man, it didn't really make that much of a difference whether I went to bed 
at 11 p.m. or 2 a.m. Because either way, you know, I'm waking up at 10 a.m. I'm getting a decent amount of sleep. Either way, I don't know. The world's going to keep spinning. You know what I mean? I feel like for a very long time, I had so much focus on making sure I was like 100% well rested. And it is true, guys. I have worked in the mental health care field. I have mental health issues of my own. I'm not going to deny you need sleep. That is when we're looking at the hierarchy of needs, that is the base. That is the most important and relevant piece. And we cannot operate if we are not well rested and if we're not sleeping enough. And so first things first, I want to make sure you don't misinterpret this. I want you to sleep. I want you to rest. I want you to make sure you're getting as much sleep as you can. But I also want to make sure that you're not getting so much sleep that you're missing out on life. Like if seven nights in a week, you're getting eight and a half hours of perfect sleep and you know, then one night comes up and you're only going to get like four hours, but you're going to have like an amazing night and so many stories and it's going to be so much fun. I think it's worth it. And I think you can make up sleep. I don't know if that's scientifically accurate. I don't think it is (laughs) that you can make up sleep, but I believe that you can. And I believe that there are so many times that I've missed out because I was like, I'm going to bed. I got to sleep. I got to sleep. And there are some times that your body does need that. And your body's like, no way I'm going to pick sleep. And that's going to feel better for you. It's all about listening to what your body and your mind are asking for and listening to what your intuition almost is like guiding you. Because the thing is, you know what you need. I, I don't think that really hit me until pretty recently, but like we truly know ourselves and our needs better than anybody else. Literally, there's nobody on earth who understands what you need more than you. And so what better person to advocate for you and to be in your corner than yourself? And I really do think that it's important to note that there are seasons for rest, right? There are times in our life where we're going to require more rest and periods of solitude when we're healing and we're just focusing on ourselves and our work. And that is totally normal and that is amazing. But there are also seasons where we're supposed to be connecting with others and collaborating and having fun and having new experiences and trying new things and if we're constantly constantly going inward and doing the work like if we're quote unquote doing the work 24 7 you guys we're not leaving any extra space for the other stuff creating playing connecting those things make work worthwhile like without play and creation and connection like there is no purpose behind working You know, we weren't put on this planet, I don't believe, to suffer and work and work and work and work. I think we were put here to fucking play and have fun and experience. And I don't want to minimize the fact that we live in a world where we all have to work. Like most of us are in situations where we're going to have to work our whole life. And yeah, it is what it is. But I think that we can still enjoy and embrace life while doing that. I think it's possible to be well rested and also to live your life and not miss out. And younger Allison, like 20-year-old Allison, 21-year-old Allison, missed out on a lot of things because she was always just like, no, I have to make sure I get enough sleep. I have to. And I just think there's a balance somewhere in there between having enough rest and also getting to experience the things that you want to experience. You know, I think there's a line between the sleep when you're dead mentality and the I need 10 hours a night or I'll cry mentality, right? And you know yourself. So you know exactly what you need and what level of sleep is appropriate for you. So go on that. Um, Kind of going back to the book, Year of Yes, and just like this arching concept of like, what changes in your life when you start to say yes? 
I just like last night that book came up to me like the book floated to the top of my mind as I was getting ready to go to this rave and I was like huh I completely forgot about that book but oh my gosh what a valid point and right now in live time I am implementing everything that I learned in that book into my life by saying yes by jumping out of bed by throwing on the cute rave boots by running out to my Uber. And by the way, there are other ways that you can embody this too. Saying yes isn't just saying yes when your friends ask you to go listen to music. Maybe your version of saying yes is saying yes when there's a new career opportunity that you're a little nervous about but also so freaking excited about. Or maybe it's saying yes to love again even though you've been hurt in the past and saying yes to the opportunity to find somebody that's healthy and like a great match for you. I don't know what it is for you, but whatever it is that you are curious about, but a little bit nervous, but you really think it would be good for you, I want you to go for it, okay? I want you to go for it. I say this so often, but we're not on this planet forever, and we're not going to be here for an infinite amount of time, so it's important that we do the things that we wanna do while we're here and while we have the capacity. And sometimes you just have to do it scared. That's what I've been saying lately. I went through a long period where I thought I could hack my confidence and find a way to never feel anxious about decisions or public speaking or standing up for myself. And then I found something out the hard way, you guys. There is no simple answer. We're always going to feel a little bit scared, a little bit anxious, but that's okay. We learn how to do it scared. We learn how to do it even when we're not ready yet. So often in my life, when I have done the things that I knew I needed to do, I have done it with shaky hands or a shaky voice or just like nerves coursing through my veins. There have been so many times where I was terrified to start and then push myself to do it anyway. And I've never once regretted it because the thing is, even when we make mistakes, if we're willing to make them, mistakes will teach us things. Mistakes are willing to be our teachers if we are down to allow them to do that for us and to be that for us and so yeah make those mistakes loud and confidently and be human and mess up because we're all going to mess up none of us are going to be perfect and honestly the key to being great the key to greatness if you ask me is a willingness to learn and a willingness to make mistakes and fuck up and fall flat on your ass sometimes because that teaches you 101 ways to stay on your feet right so yeah, I think that's basically all I want to say with this episode. I challenge you to just say yes, not to everything, know your limits, hold your boundaries. But when you feel like you want to say yes, but something is stopping you, like just, just see what happens. You know, as long as it's safe, please don't go do crazy shit and say, <laughs> don't reference this episode when you like commit some crazy crime. Not, that, not what we're talking about. Okay. But when you go and you try something new or you put yourself out there, or you say hi, or you ask for the person's number. Yeah. Think of me and go fucking do it because we're, we're only here for so long, right? We might as well give it a try. If nothing else, I always say it's for the plot. It's for the character development. Get those stories. We're main characters. We got to start acting like it. Anyway, yeah, I think that was about everything that I wanted to say in today's episode. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. I appreciate you so, so much. And it's amazing to have you here. If you're not a part of it yet, I would love to invite you to my free mental health support community. You can make new friends and connections. You can find a pen pal, ask for advice, ask for support celebrate your wins, share music, share ideas, 
just connect with amazing like-minded people and it's free to join. So just hit me up on Instagram if you would like to join and I'll get you added to that. If you love today's episode, please feel free to share it on your Instagram story and tag me. Also feel free to leave us a rating or review. If you really like the podcast, this helps us grow, reach more hearts and souls just like yours. I love you guys so, so much. I appreciate you. You know I love hearing from you. So if this episode resonated or if you just want to say hi and catch up, please pop into my DMs on Instagram. It seriously makes my day when I get to hear from y'all. And yeah, this has been amazing. This has been longer than anticipated, but I think worthwhile. This has been fabulous and... uh God, sometimes I really struggle with these adjectives at the end. This has just been freaking wishing you wellness. Mwah.